Nothing says happy Thanksgiving like a good old-fashioned murder. Plus, imagine Netflix pitches Goodfellas, but like everybody is really old. That and more on today's episode of The Real Review. So stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. Everybody, I'm here with Joel Cunningham. <laughs> what was that? Like Lucky Charms? I oh, it's Joel Cunningham. Everybody, I'm here with Joel the Irishman Cunningham. I figured that was going I can't. I can't do a good Irish. I can't actually yeah. do any good accent. I can do an Australian accent. All right, you know? But like, bad, that's yeah. kind of all I can do. I can't do... I don't know if I can do a realistic Irish accent. I can do like that. Oh, top of the morning yeah, to top you. Of the I can do that kind of a... But it they seems insulting. They always ask charms. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It seems insulting. Yeah, but we can't do any better than that. We apologize. Yeah. I just think of movies that I've seen characters in, you know... And then I, I try to impersonate them. So Yeah, and usually they're impersonating the Lucky Charms guy. So we just not we're not good. Yeah, for me, Braveheart is always my Scottish. You could be free men. That's my Scottish, but, you know. But you know, like uh in Austin Powers, the guy that's like that's like they're always after me, oh. Lucky Charms. Oh, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> that's oh yeah, I'm sexy. <laughs> yeah. I know you're talking about. Oh my gosh. Anyway, who am I today? I am here with Matt. Sticky Bandit, hey. <laughs> one of the Sticky Bandits. I'm, Do you prefer Wet Bandits or Sticky Bandits? Uh, sticky Bandits. Yeah. Well, it depends. It's, yeah? it's tough to say. If we're talking about the actual context of the film, I feel yeah. like they were funnier in the second film. Yeah. The hijinks were funny in the second sure. film. But the first film is classic. Yeah. And I love the first film. And you kind of you need both in a certain sense. It's true. I think the second one did better with getting to like the hijinks and the craziness and yeah. they up the ante. Yep. But yeah, anyway, we're talking about Home Alone. For yeah, Home Alone, guys. Wet Bandits, <laughs> yeah. Sticky Bandits. That, that occurred to me because I went tree shopping. It is shopping. Christmas time. Yeah, I just went tree shopping and yeah. I bought a mini tree. Mini tree? Charlie adventure. Brown tree? Yes. I, perfect, I I went with my girlfriend and she was like, oh, she's looking at all the nice trees. She's thinking I was getting like a full size yeah. one. And I was like, well, maybe. And I'm like, how much is this tree? And it was like, you know, relatively okay size. I'm like, oh, like $800. Yeah. I was like, what is this? So uh, <laughs> how much is the small one over there? You found like, a really oh, nice what? like six foot tall tree and then you like just cut off the top foot of it. Pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. Brilliant. Yeah. No, I literally, he had to go to the back and grab it. He was like, oh, you want like a table topper? I was like, yeah, because yeah, those are hopefully cheaper. That's probably what he did. He just went to the back and cut the he top did. off a tree. He probably <laughs> just chopped the top off of he it. He probably yeah. just like kept the money himself too yeah. because he didn't actually buy it. But trees. I got the full service. He like cut the end. It was like a little mini end. He cut yeah. like the end off of it. He like carried it in my car. Wow. Yeah, I was like, didn't really need it, but it was Wow. Funny. Wow. That's pretty good. Anyways. Congratulations yeah, on your baby tree. You. My first tree for my first Baby home. tree for a baby Yoda fan. <laughs> I, there okay. you go. I am. Yeah. I, am, yeah. I think everybody's a baby Yoda fan. I think with baby Yoda, which we're getting way in the weeds Yeah, here, I don't know what's happening, but it's okay. I'm but, okay. I think like people have legitimately felt like, well, you know what? Disney maybe has done something okay for once, and we're all <laughs> celebrating the fact that they've done something with Star Wars. Not not that people haven't liked some aspects yeah, of the yeah, new sure, Star sure, Wars sure. films, but I would say as a whole, most of us can say there's some aspects of the new Star Wars film that we really haven't enjoyed 
in some facet. Sure. Uh, and this is the first thing that like universally everybody's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> everybody loves it. <laughs> so it may not be crazy, but yeah. it's like, yeah, I've heard they're having issues with like selling out of Baby Yoda toys and everything. Cause well, they don't even have them yet. It. Yeah. No, uh, that's a whole nother story in general. But anyways, <laughs> everybody, welcome to the show. <laughs> this is the real review where we kind of break it down for you. I am a little bit more fan centric. Uh, get excited about things way more easily than probably should. Um, I am more emotional when it comes to that things and how I review. Um, I don't get lost in the weeds as far as details and some uh, uh, getting very ana- super analytical when it comes to <laughs> nitpicky items at times. That's where Joel comes in. He's maybe a little bit more critical, yeah. analytical, detail oriented. Um, if something's off with the lighting, it might totally ruin a scene where I don't it really does. care. Um, those kinds of things. Makes a difference. But then we kind of combine to give you our perspective, which we have dubbed the real review. Yeah. So um, that's what that's about. Uh, but a couple of things, Joel, why don't you go ahead and let the listeners know how they can get connected with us? Well, there's some good ways to get connected to the podcast. As always, we have our website, which is realreviewmedia.com. Let me see that more clearly, realreviewmedia.com. Uh, additionally, we have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. Um, we have our Instagram and Twitter, excuse me, which are both at realreviewmedia. Totes. Yeah, LaCroix hit me hard today. Woo. Most definitely. And then also, last but not least, uh, email. Just yep. an email. We'd love to get your thoughts and input. Uh, realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Totally. You guys can do all that. Get connected with us. We got lots of little things, especially mm-hmm. this time of year is fun because they like they start promoting stuff that's coming out in the summer. Um, and they also start promoting all the stuff that's Oscar contender mm-hmm. stuff. And they start talking about that. So we start keep all the posted. Like we just... Uh, got the new Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer up there. We got the new Wonder Woman 84, uh, 1984 trailer up there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Oh, a, a new one with Ryan Reynolds, Free Guy. A Free Guy. It looks pretty funny. Yeah, it looks yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's just kind of bonkers, but yeah. fun. First teaser for James Bond yep. as well. Yep, all so. that stuff. A lot of stuff um, recently. So 2020 is going to be interesting. Star Wars is in full gear, speaking of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, London premiere launch. is on Monday, a week from today. Wow. Crazy. Wow. Anyways... Um, yeah, so we got a couple of movies today. We're going to start out with uh, the latest from Ryan Johnson, which Speaking is of Star Wars, <laughs> exactly, which is Knives Out. Let me break it down for you. Knives Out: A detective investigates the death death of a patriarch of an eccentric, combative family. Directed and written by Ryan Johnson, stars a lot of people, a lot yeah. of talented people. Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Ana de Armas, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, Tony Collette, Lakeith Stanfield, Christopher Plummer, Catherine Langford, Jaden Martell, Ricky Lindholm, Eddie Patterson, and Frank Oz. Um, a lot of people. And um, this is being touted as like the, uh, like kind of just a, just a, modern whodunit like mm-hmm. not as much uh um it and actually i think it says that in the trailer it says just a, a whodunit like that's what they call it <laughs> yeah. anyways um so it's kind of it's kind of like a modernized clue less like comedy in that in, like slapstick kind of way um but uh let me just say i think i like this more than i thought i was going to like this movie yeah i I enjoyed it. Um, I I didn't figure it out. I normally figure some of these things out, like yeah. you know whatever the whatever the secret is that they're waiting to reveal till the end. Yeah, I feel like I figure that stuff out. But this movie was like, I was like, wait a minute, if that then what's 
what's the problem? Like I'm, I was trying to figure out what was happening yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And I got to the end. I was like, Oh, okay. But it's really more about like a family. Um, and let me just say this overall, I really like this movie. I am surprised. I, um, I, I wasn't able to tell who the main character was going into it. I thought Daniel Craig was a main character Yeah, and he is a main player for sure. But it's really, I don't know, I might not be saying it right, but it's Ana de Armas, Mm -hmm. who plays Marta. She's really the main character in the movie. And I really liked her through line way more than I was thinking. And she's, and there's a lot of weird, like, character quirks that I found, like, that were, like, entertainment, Mm -hmm. like, were more entertainment value than building a a character, but it's more just, like, to give everybody, like, weird, quirky personalities. Yeah. Um, And it was fun. I had a fun time with it and uh um and the way it wraps up i've liked it i liked kind of what they had going on and and i I wouldn't say i love the movie but i really liked it um and i think it's rare to be for me i feel refreshed when something's i can't figure it out yeah till the till the end i'm like oh oh Mm -hmm. like i don't know maybe because i've seen so many movies i know like you know familiar tropes and and twists yeah. and stuff like that. Like this is the first time in a long time that I was like, oh, got me. I didn't yeah. know yeah. what was happening and <laughs> that totally got me. So yeah, thoughts? Uh, I agree. I think I liked it maybe a little bit more than what I was expecting. I would say at the get-go, I'm not the biggest fan of like detective whodunit sure. films. Mm-hmm. I I can really get behind it on TV shows. Yeah, um, That's like some of my, my favorite shows are you know kind of the whodunits type shows uh like true detective and things like that um but for movies i think just the the format the way that it's so like you know set up you know you know the in you know investigation and then payoff type stuff just is so you know standard to yeah. me it just something about it just doesn't really excite me yeah much so going into this i'm i'm giving that background just to say yeah, that totally i wasn't i wasn't super highly excited for it and Ryan Johnson has been a bit of a mixed bag for me as well. Sure. You know, good, bad, other. Um, He's been mostly good, though. I don't know if you've seen I've only Looper. seen Looper, and I saw Star Wars. Those are the oh, only two you Ryan didn't Johnson's. see, like, Brick yeah. or... Um, nope, didn't get okay, a chance to gotcha. see those. So it's kind of like two sides of the coin there sure, for me. Sure, 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 sure. Um, I ended up liking this a bit more than I thought I would. Um, I think to what you were saying, the left-guessing aspects, I kind of understood some aspects of, like, I know that there's something more here going on that I'm not quite aware of yet. Right, right, And then right. as soon as he started to, like, as soon as the reveal started to happen, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And I figured out from there, it was like he said at one point, though, uh, Daniel Craig's, which I, it's a funny line. I don't really give it away, though. It's like the, the donut hole with the donut yeah, hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that sort of a thing. I thought that was, like, a good way of putting it. I think what I, what sort of, in a sense, transcended for me here was in a way the theme of the film this mm-hmm. actually had a bit of a theme yeah. and that's why I liked it I think more than I thought I was mm-hmm. going to and the theme of it really was like decency and honesty that yeah. if you're a decent honest person and you do the right thing in the right way at the right time yeah. then it's probably hopefully all going to work out right. for the best for you and yeah. so I liked that through line I liked that mm-hmm. um, as far as certain other elements of the film went it was a bit it's hard to even say some of the things that I disliked about it. I, I'll stick with a few <laughs> things that I still liked. Sure. Um, I liked the acting. Yeah. I felt like the characters were good without becoming caricatures. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were like modernized caricatures. Yeah. So they felt very real to what our time would be. 
And I like that they didn't go over outlandish, over the top with them. It felt like yeah, sure. if you were going to hang out with these people in their, you know, their library, their study, their boudoir, whatever you want to yeah, call yeah, yeah. it, that these would be the same type of people that would you would meet in real life. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so I really liked that element of it. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, I liked Anna de Armas's character and her relationship with Christopher Plummer in the movie. Yeah. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. And playful. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, that's kind of it. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. It's not a bad movie. It's like if you're looking for something that you're going to keep your attention and make yeah. you wonder a little bit and, and you kind of have some fun with and it's a good one to check out and that's a great cast. Yeah, the cast is awesome. Yeah. Um, That that kind of takes me into what, uh, and there's not, I don't really have a lot of negatives, but I think that my negatives are going to be drawn from if, how rewatchable is this movie going to be? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it is. Once you've kind of figured it out, like is it, are you going to like, are there going to be more insights that you glean because you're like, oh, I know what's happening going into it. So I'm looking for the different things. Yeah. I haven't, I've only seen it once, but I think I'd like to maybe catch it again just yeah. to, just to see if there is a, a replay value yeah. kind of a thing. Cause for me, that's a big, that's a big thing for me when I go into how, how high I'll grade a movie Yeah, is I've had movies that, um, for example, Patriot's Day excellent movie it's mm-hmm. it's mark Wahlberg's best movie the movie's so good it is so dang heavy though mm-hmm. that i wouldn't want to watch it again just because it it wrecked me yeah. <laughs> and so i don't i don't want to watch it again yeah Be, but it's an, an incredible movie i would have given it a much higher score if i would be like this movie i want to watch it all the time it's so good mm-hmm. but it's it's not that kind of a film this kind of a movie i'm like i'm not entirely sure what the replay value is going to be yeah um i i i'm a little the circumstances in which the mystery, the primary mystery of the this film plays out, it makes me, and because I am emotional in this kind of, and I empathize with people, I, I'm a little bit saddened a little bit as to why things played out the way they did, and I'm like, yeah. oh. Yeah. I'm like, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm kind of bummed out a little bit by yeah. that. Not, not because it's, not because it was like bad writing or anything, but just because of the circumstances of the event, I was just like, "Ah, oh, dang it, okay." Yeah, it's I, a, I can't talk about it without spoiling it. So I, it's, right. but it's a bit of a bitter pill to swallow yeah. at the end of the film. Yeah, and it I, there was two things to it, two sides to it, which I want to, I want to before I get into that, I want to harken back to one of the things you said there, which is I think one of the main reasons why I like television shows yeah. with this type of story more than I like films, and that's because. There's so much time spent in drawing out the mystery yeah. and getting into the clues and the in and outs. There's more rewatchability, I think, with the TV show a lot of the time because you can go back through the episodes and go, "Oh, how does that tie into what you finally do find out?" Mm-hmm. You know, after this like you know ten hour long, right. twelve hour, however many episode it is long journey. Yeah. Versus with a film where you have like this short amount of time to present a lot of information. So there's really not going to be, I think, enough time to really tie in so many like loose ends and oh, be like, totally. oh wow, how did that tie? In? Now some that can be done. So I'm yeah. not saying it, it's impossible for that to do, um, but it's just not quite the same as it is with the television show. So I think yeah. that's one of the things innately that I like more about when I watch on TV mm-hmm. or Netflix or something. Um, to tie into specifically what you're talking about, I think with that that sadness, I think it was 
<laughs> bittersweet thing and I think it was also a little bit underwhelming okay when you finally get there mm-hmm. and you're at like the journey's end that might be the, yeah it it kind of felt like oh oh well well yeah okay <laughs> I mean that makes sense obviously yeah. that's why that would happen and I think the way they had set it up made it seem like there was some much bigger thing afoot sure because they kind of it's like there's a there's stages of the reveal and I don't want to mm-hmm. spoil the movie to you but you right. get little bits of this and little bits of that but then when you get like the final reveal, it kind of just puts in a smaller piece of an already mostly revealed puzzle. Right. And so you kind of just go, oh, yep, okay. Um, and I think, and this is just me personally, and I don't want to say who or how or when. <laughs> okay. I think personally, although I did like a lot of some of the characters, I did feel like some of the characters were pretty bad in certain ways sure i do think certain characters got a really raw end of the deal in ways that wasn't this like if this were real life i'd be like wow yeah that's really not very fair that doesn't seem very (laughs) realistic um it and that would be the other side of this that i think the minor note of like detractors and i'm saying the negatives here but this didn't seem super realistic sure like it seemed like it's they tried to make it realistic with the characters and the way things played as the way they act, but then they didn't make it very realistic as to how something like this would probably actually happen. Mm. Um, in my perspective, I don't think somebody would do this or do that or do this. And I could go through it, I did a pinpoint specifics, but then I'd spoil it. Spoiling, there's there's a lot of dancing around that we're doing here. I feel like, yeah, because it's a a mystery film, yeah, and you don't want (laughs) to, we don't want (laughs) to remove any of the mystery for folks, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, let's see here. I, I think, yeah, I'd say that's the biggest thing. I don't know, I had fun with it, and I think I hate saying that. Because I feel like that's a cheap way of saying it's not a good movie, but I actually thought it was a good movie. I just, I had fun with it. I didn't quite love it. And I think that's part of it. I think there's going to be a loss of replayability. Plus, I don't think the reveal is as massive as you would have wanted it to be. And yeah. it's not as... I, I think if they had given a few more clear characters you were rooting for, mm-hmm. which I know sounds silly to say with this kind of film, but I think... I. When you when you set it up, it's like you don't know who to trust or why. Yeah, and it's a mystery. I'm like, I don't really. I'm kind of rooting for Anna de Armas, but it's not like I really right. felt like she was that rootable for. I yeah. mean, it was like, and I was kind of rooting for Daniel Craig, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't really have a backstory for her. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a back. Maybe that's what we're missing a lot of this. We don't really have backstories. Right. You have for, a little bit of Daniel Craig and barely any for the. Anna. Yeah. So our two main characters that mm-hmm. you're with for most of the film, you really have no prior history for, except yeah. for some little snippets of information here and there. And so you really don't really, I didn't really feel like I was on the journey with them. I was more of just having information presented to me. Yeah. I get that. Um, and I, I totally think get that. if I had been more on board with them and who they were, then maybe I would have like been like, yeah, okay, I'm on a journey <laughs> here and interesting. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm curious. Uh, what are you going to rate this thing? I'm giving it actually an 80. Okay. It's higher than maybe you would have thought. That's better uh, than I thought you were going to give yeah. it. Yeah. For sure. I still think it did a great job acting. The The only other thing, and this was more of a stylistic choice that I didn't really prefer, just the way they shot it. it there were a lot of close-ups. Yeah. A lot of just super right in someone's face. Right. And I was like, okay, I get it. You're close to my yeah. his face or her face. Um, But- 
overall, I thought it was well shot. I thought it was it was creative and inventive. Um, in the sense, it's like a modern sleuth detective type film yep. um, with some modern sensibilities. I liked the characters that were in there not being characters. I thought mm-hmm. there was some humorous moments kind of overall. Yeah. Um, it tiptoed in a little bit into the political stuff, but I felt like it never got overly e- heavy-handed. Right, 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 right. Um, it was, yeah. I thought it was funnier than I thought it was going to be. Like, mm-hmm. the because in the, in the trailers, I didn't think it was funny. I didn't think anything was funny, but there were some, like, funny moments. There's this, like, running, like... Puerto Rico, Brazil, like Ecuador, like a joke that keeps happening. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but um, other than that, I liked it uh, more than that. I'm at an 86 yeah. with it. So yeah. I'm going to give it a B. Okay. Uh, um, kind of a little bit higher. But I think um, I do want to watch it again. I really do want to see if there's some new stuff revealed, you know, yeah. through another viewing. Even though you just said you don't want to watch it again. You still want to watch it again? No, no, no. I was talking about the Patriots Day movie. Oh, Patriots Day. Yeah, I thought yeah, you were yeah. talking about this one you didn't like watching. You don't feel no, like no, this no. one has rewatchability. I don't know if it has. I don't oh, okay. I don't think it does, okay. but I'd like to give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get into know. it. Watch yeah. first quarter. Yeah. Nothing happens. See what happens. Yeah. Like, ah, okay, I kind of figured it out anyway. I've seen it before. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that is going to wrap it up for Knives Out. Mm-hmm. Um and okay, let's get this one last thing in real quick and then we'll move on because sure. I, I don't want to linger on it. Yeah. Did you like it better than The Last Jedi? Yes. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> All right. Even though I think I gave The Last Jedi a same, almost the same It was rating. a B minus, but it was like a little higher. I think. Yeah, I think like it was 81. like 81 or 82. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was, um, okay, so let's dive into the next one because I didn't get a chance to see this one and this one is actually available now for everybody to see on Netflix mm-hmm. and that would be The Irishman. Yeah, so synopsis for this one. <laughs> A mob hitman recalls his possible involvement with the slaying of Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, you wouldn't think you'd get a three-hour film out of that. Three yeah. and a half, actually. <laughs> three and a half uh, hours. Yeah, yeah, it says 3.30 on the Netflix thing. I mean, I'm, just, I'm not going to talk too much about this, but I was watching the film like I knew it was long. I hadn't looked up the specific <laughs> amount of time, and I'd been watching it for over an hour, and I'm like, man, there's probably like at least an hour left, and I pause it, and it's like two and a half hours. I'm like... What the, wow, this is like, I'm still like not oh even a, gosh. I'm just finishing a third of the film almost. Uh, I watched this film in three stages and I just I, said I that up front. I would have had to do the same thing. Yeah. It, I, it, so to to go back to me and kind of who I, oh, and sorry, actor directed by, of course, Martin Scorsese mm-hmm. uh, or Scorsese, depending upon how you pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, stars Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Harvey Keitel, Ray Romano, Bobby Cannavale, uh, Anna Paquin, Stephen Graham, uh, Stephanie Kutzuba, Jack Huston, Catherine Narducci. I'm not going to go through the rest of them. Wow. Um, wow. Large cast. I'm uh, I'm a fan of some of the, um, I will say this, Casino in particular sure. is one of my favorites, like top films of yeah. all time. I think it's, there's just a feel and a sense to it. Um I feel you. That, yeah. And I got that, a sense to it. Yeah, that just, it's, <laughs> it kind of, it just leaves me feeling like uh, a certain way every time I watch it. It's like, a, a, it harkens back to a certain era and a certain time and there's just crazy violence and crazy characters and I, it's like one of those train wrecks you can't not watch. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of the movie Blow in a much different style. Oh, yeah. Uh, like a drug version of that. Um, it sort of harkens to the life of a person living in the mob and, I don't know why. I just, I'm drawn to those types of films. It's like, you know, you're rooting for a person that you hate and is doing awful things and you want to see them get theirs. But at the same time, you kind of want to see them get theirs in a good way. Yeah. So, um, 
didn't really know what to expect in this one. Okay. It's been a very long time since this cast of actors um, has really gotten together and done and done this type of a film. Yeah, um, especially with you know Martin Scorsese, Scorsese, um, and I had read good and bad things about it. I think what I came out with this one, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it because it's a three half hour film. Yeah, and goodness sakes, watch yeah. it yourself if you're, <laughs> if you're that interested. Um, it's a really good experience if you're somebody that has watched those. You know, good types of films, casinos, yeah. you know, um, Godfather, even any, yeah, even, um, whatchamacallit, um, uh, can't think of it, uh, Al Pacino one, Scarface, yeah, 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 yeah. If you've watched any of those really, you know, gangster mafia building, um, empire type films, this is a really good one to kind of capstone a lot of that with, yeah. It, it doesn't tell the story that you'd expect, mm-hmm. it is about Jimmy Hoffa, but in many ways, it's more about the rise and the fall of the world. I mean, the world we lived in with the mafia influence. I I remember when I was a kid hearing about the mafia and Mm -hmm. the role that it played and how powerful and dangerous it was. And now we live in, you know, 2019 and maybe I'm wrong, but there's just not as anywhere near as big of an influence I don't hear no. any like mob hits or yeah, it's not like you know, a thing. mob yeah. families. It's just not a thing at anymore. Least, at least not where we're at. Yeah, at least know? not. I mean, at least not where we're at. Yeah. At least not from what I've seen or heard. Maybe it's still low lying some areas, yeah. but the Phoenix mob is real, Joel. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, gangs are a thing. Yeah, gangs but are a thing. Mobs but yeah. are not. And so it, it kind of feels like a, a necessary film to watch if you've watched all the other ones because it sure it shows you a different outcome. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of the other films ended pretty abruptly and kind of like succinctly at the end of the story that it was telling, mm-hmm. this film sort of continues on. I mean, it's three and a half hours, yeah. not just for that reason, but I think the purpose of the film was really to show not just where it goes, but where it's at yeah. right now and where a life like this takes you. If you're living a life where you're willing to just off somebody, right. you know, because they've disrespected somebody or tried to off somebody else. You know, if you live a life where you just take money that's not supposed to be yours mm-hmm. and you're forcing it out of people, what that does to your family, right. what that does to your health and yeah. other people's health, what that does to the, the, the community that's around you, you mm-hmm. know, your friends and your support network and what that does. It's an important film for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, now, did it have to be three and a half hours long? <laughs> I don't know about that. I, yeah. I don't know if this honestly had to be a three and a half hour long journey. Um, the only other thing that I would say the acting was good. Uh, they did amazing overall, amazing with the digital de aging that they yeah. did to a lot of the faces. I mean, cool, amazing job. The only problem that I had was they used the same actors' bodies, I believe, most of the time with these shots. Yeah. So you're looking at you know Joe Pesci, you're looking at Robert De Niro, who are now in like you know their late seventies or eighties, yeah. and they have these kind of older bodies with a young face with a young face and it uh, looks really discordant at times so especially early in the film like they're not they're not moving like spry young guys no anymore. they're not moving like spry young guys they've got you know a little bit of the hunch thing going on they got the you know the emaciation the skinniness yeah, and the, yeah, yeah, the droopiness yeah. and it's kind of like and i'm not attacking old people hopefully it doesn't sure. sound that way but you you just change over time like yeah. i'm changing over time and your body just doesn't look the same yeah and it looked weird. Yeah. Numerous times, especially in the very beginning of the film. I'm like, that's supposed to be a young Robert De Niro, but that body's telling me that's <laughs> an old Robert De Niro, you know? Um, so I that was kind of hard to, yeah. to pass at certain times. 
Um, I think the story of Jimmy Hoffa was pretty cool. I I don't know much about him or didn't know much. I don't, about I don't him. know a ton about it either. I'm yeah. I'm I'm curious to watch it. So yeah, and the whole thing with uh, the mobs ties into um, unions. Okay, you know I'd always heard about that, but I'd never necessarily seen it. But then sure. when you see it in the film, you're like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. So I think it was good. I'm glad I watched it, especially being a fan of the other ones. It feels like I said like a good capstone for okay. those types of films because I don't think we'll ever get this connection of actors and director right. um, doing this type of film ever again. Yeah, I think for sure. Literally, they're, just, they're not going to be around much longer to nah. be able to do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Cool. Um, overall, I liked it a bit. I think uh, a little long. Yeah. A little weird at times. <laughs> a little long, a lot long. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, check it out. It's, yeah, cool. I'm definitely going to check it out. What would yeah. you rate this thing? Uh, I'm going to give it an 83. Hey, so. that's actually kind of around the ballpark where you rated his last film, Silence. Yeah. Yeah. Silence was beautifully shot. I, I did see Silence like shot. a year after it came yeah. out. This one is a better story to me. Yeah. The story made more, had more sure. intensity and it had more emotional. Like there was some strong emotional moments in Silence, don't get me right, wrong. Right, right, right. But um, the story was just so outlandish and, and weird and it just felt very strange. The whole film just felt very odd. Silence did? You thought yeah. silence did? Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I love the way it was shot. This mm-hmm. one, the shooting, the film, the the visual style was great. Yeah. The acting was great. The story was great. It was just a long, it just, it was like, I'm on this huge journey. Yeah. It felt like something they almost should have done as like a series. And done as like that. a three-part series. I could and have seen that, And kind yeah. of wrapped up each story within each. Limited edition series, yeah. limited series, whatever they yeah. call it. But yeah. there's some moments in it that like, at first glance, it's weird with this film, with the Irishman, you're kind of like, wow, that's that. That's the finality that you're going with of that aspect. And they do this funny thing where you kind of get, I don't want to spoil it too much, but like you get like the story of how a lot of these characters die. Okay. Like when you meet them, like okay. it freezes and then you get like this person right, the, shot oh, in the wow. head five times this date. Right. And so it sets up all the way through this idea that like there's a finality wow. and how things end for these characters is going to be probably pretty bad. And then when things start to go down and things start to end, you really get a sense of that especially with what happens with the Irishman and yeah, yeah, yeah. what he has to do and how he has to do it. And it happens and you're like, wow, that was kind of just like no impact at all. Yeah. And it was like pointless. And then you go, oh, pointless. Pointless is what it's about. And this is like one of those films, this is probably the last thing I'll say, that I've seen films try and do this before where it like came up with that ending that was just like completely abrupt and made no sense. Like, oh, well, it was supposed to be, you know, we're showing you the pointlessness of it all. This film actually does a good job of doing that. Doing that. Yeah, portraying yeah, yeah. what it what that in a certain sense yeah, 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 yeah. I gotcha. means. Okay. So, yeah. I feel you, man. But cool. it's not it's not like a happy thing. It's not like I'm like, yeah. oh, you're gonna love it. It's right, gonna be right, great. Right. Yeah. Also, getting shot in the head five times, that's like way more than a double tap. It is. Yeah. That's like like maybe they came back to life like yeah. it's like a zombie or something like that. It makes sense when you see some of them, but at the same time it is a lot. The T eight hundred. Because yeah, they have like these, you know, revolvers, these small revolvers and they go bop, 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 and they just shoot a bunch yeah, of times yeah, 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 at yeah. once. So it's not like they're like on boom, click, boom. Yeah, click, yeah, yeah, boom. yeah exactly. That would be a little <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Anything else you want to add anything else you want to no, add to that I'm, one? I'm good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, that is going to conclude our review of The Irishman, uh, plus uh, re- conclude the our reviews just in general for this episode. Hey. Um, so just a couple things to uh, recap. Um, feel free to connect with us. Uh, tell people about the podcast. Maybe they like movies, want to hear some different points of view. Connect to the podcast. Uh, you can do that on online through our website. Um, also, 
Again, that website's realreviewmedia.com, then through social media, which would be facebook.com, and then also Twitter and Instagram, at realreviewmedia. Again, that's real, like a film reel, like R-E-E-L. And then you can connect there. But uh, that's going to conclude our show today. Joel, is there anything else you want to add? I don't know if I'm going to see Star Wars, man. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Oh, Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah, I'll see it. I'm so excited for it. I don't know if I'm going to go like opening day, but I'll see it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, that's all I got. But um, yeah, hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Other than that, it's been real. It's been real.